big star out of me. Make a film about a man who's sad and lonely. And all I gotta do is act naturally. Well, I'll bet you I'm gonna be a big star. Might win an Oscar, you can never tell. The movie's gonna make me a big star. Hello and welcome to Meet Me at the Movies right here on C19 TV, uh, coming to you from the campus of Cleveland Community College. And if you happen to be uh, downloading the podcast, you can do that by going to WGWG.org. Now, if people have been trying to get on uh, the internet. Yeah, let's bring that up. The interweb. <laughs> the interweb. The interweb, they've been having a few issues with some shows, but those kinks are being worked out, correct? The, the C19 website was hacked. Uh, it has been fixed. Everything yes. should be back up and running. Okay. I mean, I hadn't checked, but that's what I hear. <laughs> well, uh, we appreciate you, Mr. Uh, Rod Serling, for, for being here today as we are approaching the uh, the Halloween-y time of He's the year. He's dead, right? He is dead. Yeah, yeah. I, feel, yeah, I feel that way. Yeah. I, I think I can do yeah. that with you know, I, But th there are certain songs or themes that are iconic. Mm -hmm. TV themes, we've talked about this before, oh, yes. it used to be incredibly iconic. You would remember them, you would think about yeah. them. Gilligan's Island. Gilligan's Island. Uh, the Adams Family. I mean, just you know, the the Munsters. You you, you could hum that. On I mean, the family. On the family. Yeah. Cheers. I mean, that, on that and was, on. Mary Tyler Moore. On and on and on. I mean, I remember having the two album set favorite yeah. TV I have show themes, and uh, you know, today not as much. You don't have as many themes. No, you get like a three second riff on yep. a piano or something. Yeah, and it's because it's, there's more commercials, <laughs> you know, yeah. and they have to to scale it back to get in you know, at least 20 minutes of content on these shows. TV's but, less for it though. It is. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But uh, but movie themes still still incredibly popular for some. Mm -hmm. That's for sure. But we talk movies uh, and of course. TV and uh, other things that uh, we randomly want to bring up. We have a lot of fun uh, doing this show, Meet Me the Movies. We do appreciate you tuning in, spending time with us. Uh, Tim, uh, back on the Tim cam. Well, let's see if Tim Foster's there. Here he is. Tim Foster's there. Uh, and uh, man, you were able to recruit some uh, incredible talent. We've got Slim Short over here on, uh, what is this, camera three? Is that, is camera that three. yeah, yeah, there's Slim yeah. Short. Slim, appreciate you being here as well. He's well, looking strong. And we needed uh, an extra cameraman today because we have because we have a studio audience. So let's go look at the studio audience. Yeah, they are. Uh, that's pretty much what I would expect from a studio audience. Over. I, and I think that's probably what the audience at home looks like, too. <laughs> <laughs> or at least by the time the show's yeah, over. The, after about ten minutes, they're uh, they're doing. Yeah. They're already asleep. They're already asleep. Already asleep. And uh, and Dennis Bird was here working somewhere. I'm not sure if he's still around. Uh, that's not Dennis. That's not Dennis. There he is. I saw him. There's Dennis. Dennis, Mr. Bird, good to see you, sir. Yes, D Bird, this D Bird right there. He's uh, he's going to be doing uh, some great D Bird. He's going to be doing some great uh, DJing uh, later on this week uh, at a restaurant uh, not to be named. So uh, make <laughs> sure you check him out. His Hardee's or yeah, Hardee's. Yeah, he'll be at Zaxby's uh, Thursday night at 8 p.m. playing your favorite tunes. Outside cookout. That's or something. D Bird. That's D Bird right there. He'll, he'll be in the cookout dining room. <laughs> and Shelby, that's D Bird. And after uh, that, I think the next night at a rest uh, area, rest area on, on 85. 85, yeah. absolutely. Well, um, we are going to talk movies right here. We're going to we've got a game coming up after the break. It's um, the horror match game, dating game combo. What? Yes. So we'll talk about that right after the break. Is that uh, a Halloween kind of? It's a Halloween thing. Okay. Yes, yeah, a take five. Uh, we're going to uh, to see if you can guess. Uh, Freddy, Chucky. Freddie, Chucky, Leatherface, Norman Bates, and there's one more. Who's Ted the other? Ted and Alice. 
What? Ted and Alice. Ted. No, that's another movie. <laughs> no, there's one more. Uh, you got them in front of. Jason. Thank you. Thank you very much, Jason. So we're gonna we're gonna give you their dating profiles and see if you can figure out which uh, dating profile connects to which character. Oh, you need to plug uh, the uh, Scary Movie Marathon for Sunday. Go for it. What is it? Tell me about it. It'll uh, beginning uh, Sunday through Wednesday through Halloween night. Uh, we'll have uh, some very good, extremely cheap <laughs> <laughs> movies to show. So. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's a, is it an encore presentation, or these are films that were brought back? It's an back encore presentation from last year. From last year, yep. but, but a lot of fun. Uh, we had some fun films, and we're going to be bringing those back to you that you yep. can watch right here on C19 TV. And I'm, I'm sorry, we don't have a podcast for those. So for those that are downloading the podcast, we don't have uh, a podcast. You have to grow up and get cable. <laughs> that's right, that's right. <laughs> Well, uh, let's, let's go into uh, some movie news. Uh, this ties into Halloween. This also ties into scary films. Uh, Bloomhouse Productions, anybody who's watched um, movies, any movies that have kind of a horror element uh, for the past five years particularly, will we'll see this logo called Bloomhouse. And uh, Jason Bloom used to work for Miramax, uh, worked for the Weinstein brothers, and, and learned a lot about indie films and how to do indie films from a standpoint of uh, how to budget, how to make money doing it. Uh, and so he went out on his own and created Bloomhouse Productions. And uh, his, his concept of making movies has really grown into recent years. It's been pretty amazing. Um, you think about M. Night Shyamalan, and he was the man. But then after the happening and the last airbender, we didn't see him. We didn't want to see him. No. But he came back with uh, a film called The Visit that he produced and was involved in, and then he came last year with Split that oh, really yeah. just blew people away. Well, those were films produced through Bloom House Productions. Oh, okay. So uh, Shyamalan and Jason Bloom have really found a way to connect, but the films like Paranormal Activity, The Purge, uh, last year's Happy Death Day that was incredibly successful, the Halloween remake we're gonna talk about, all those came out of Bloomhouse Productions. Sort of a contemporary Roger Corman type? Yeah, and I would say, you know, he, he's, he took a, a page out of Earl Owensby's handbook as well because yeah. uh, Jason Bloom says, I'm going to, I'll make a movie for no more than $5 million. If it's a sequel or a franchise film, I'll double it, give you $10 million. So what he does is he limits the locations, keeps the locations to a minimum, he, which, which of course keeps your budgets sure. lower. Uh, he also keeps your cast members to a minimum. He doesn't do wide, huge cast, doesn't do tons of extras, keeps that very limited, and you do those things and you save quite a bit of money. Right. And, and also, if he brings in stars, he gets them to do it for, for a lot less. And, uh, I wonder if he can turn this show into a feature. That's where I'm getting. So, Jason, <laughs> um, this is all about you. I've been celebrating you, and I want you to kind of help celebrate us. So if you can help us figure out how to turn the profit, Yes, Slim. Yes, let's see. We've got, we got Slim. we got the studio audience. Um, we need more. We need help. We need help. We're so, doing so pretty we well be... with, with dead cameramen yes. and rubber audiences. Yeah, that's true. You know, yeah, well, that's and, true. And a, and a virtually dead uh, And I'll uh, have to say the that, that the one, uh, <laughs> the, the uh, cast member. <laughs> it's a joke. It's a joke. I, I'll say our studio audience member, uh, the one that is on the uh, left of your screen, um, back in the studio audience, he looks like a Frankenstein zombie kind of thing. He's got some problems with his arms, doesn't he? Or are they just kind of leaning up on the wheelchair? I can't tell. I, I don't know. You're not I, sure. I think he's wanting his, his, oh, he's wanting his hand hands out. out. He's he wanting needs to be paid help. for Nurse. to sit through this. Nurse. Man, who can blame him? <laughs> Nurse, help me. Stat. Stat. 
So anyway, uh, if you're a fan of the Bloomhouse Productions, I just want to give a little background okay. on, on who Jason Bloom was and his, uh, his road to success, which has been pretty cool, including Halloween, which was uh, released last weekend. Um, $10 million budget for this movie. Uh, and listen to this, $77.5 million opening weekend. It is the second largest opening for an October. Um, the only one that beat it out was Venom, which was two weeks ago. So gone are the days where you had to release a film in the summer or at Christmas. Right. Gone are those days. I think um, that's a good thing. I think it's a really good thing. all these good things in the summer, too many choices, yep. same at Christmas. Yep. And then the rest of the year, you're just kind of scrounging for yeah. something, anything yeah. that's decent. Yeah, so this, this movie, um, great audience buzz on this. The audience has really loved this. It's the 11th film in the franchise but honestly, I, I found it um, I found it kind of refreshing, and I think a big part of the reason I found it refreshing is it picks up 40 years later to the date of uh, the original Halloween. And so all the other Halloween films, the other nine, um, didn't really exist in this particular canon, this particular storyline. They do make uh, within the, and, and let me say this, if you've never seen any of the Halloween films, that doesn't matter, even if you haven't seen the first one, with Jamie Lee Curtis from 40 years ago, it still doesn't matter because in the first 15, 20 minutes of this film, they set everything up. They give you the backstory. They let you know all the characters you need to know about. They let you know all the deaths that you need to know about. They, uh, they give you all the reasons for what happened and why it happened, or at least why they think it happened. So they do a fantastic job in that first 15, 20 minutes of this film, setting up the story of this crazed killer um, and the only real survivor was Jamie Lee Curtis's character, uh, Laurie Stroud was her, uh, Laurie, not, not Laurie Stroud, sorry. Are they using original Laurie footage? Laurie Strode was her name. I'm Are sorry? they using original footage from They the do first? go back and use some Which of the original footage. Which is interesting to see someone like Jamie Lee Curtis then and... Well, yeah. now, you don't see her original oh, footage, okay. but there is original footage from that film that shows up when there's a retelling of a certain scene. I see. Um, but they do make jokes out of the other potential storylines because you've got, uh, I'm not giving anything away, this in the first few minutes of the film. You've got these teenage characters hearing about Michael Myers and hearing about Halloween, and they're like, yeah, but wasn't, like, Laurie uh, the sister of Michael Myers? Like, no, that was just some crazy rumor. <laughs> and that actually happened in a, you know, a few of the other films. Right. But in this one, it sets it all within one line. They set up a whole new storyline. Um, I, I found this to be, uh, here's the story. After 40 years, Michael Myers is being um, transported to another facility. The, the prison transfer bus, there's some accident. Of course, all the prisoners get let loose, including him. And uh, for him, it becomes a revenge story. It's all about going to kill the one person who, uh, who escaped. But Jamie Lee Curtis, 40 years later, is an action star in this film. Hmm. She's been preparing for 40 years for Michael's return and she's put everything else aside. Her family has suffered, her life has suffered, her mental capacity in ways has suffered. Uh, mentally, physically, she's in top-notch shape. And as I watched this film, I couldn't help but think about Ripley from Alien. I couldn't yeah. help but think about Sarah Connor from Terminator 2, right. you really get this sense of she is, um, is going to protect herself and protect those she loves. That's really the story. Now along the way, before they kind of meet for that confrontation which you know is coming, uh, there are a few other deaths that happen along the way. Some of them are stranger than others, but you would expect that in a slasher film, you would expect that in a Michael Myers film. And this one really, I think, kind of set the stage for the slasher films to follow. You know, we had the Friday the 13th, 
that came. We had, of course, Freddy Krueger. We had uh, Chucky with Child's Play. Uh, even though Texas Chainsaw Massacre was earlier, it really wasn't set up as a slasher film. This one really right. was about the crazed, it was about the body count. And uh, in this movie, uh, the Halloween uh, sequel uh, does have a body count, a pretty heavy body count. But let me say, that aside, it's a solid film. If you like horror films, if you want to revisit the Halloween franchise, it's well worth revisiting. Jamie Lee Curtis was solid. Uh, the other cast members, I'm not even going to mention their names because they really don't matter. Um, she does, uh, her daughter does show up in the film and she's got a, a storyline that, that reconnects with an estranged mom, which you know was going to happen. But, uh, but a solid film. So if you're into to horror films and uh, you're, you're, you're waiting to see, should I go see it? Uh, yeah, I would recommend going to see it. I'm giving it a, a solid B rating. Um, it, it really does pay homage uh, in a lot of ways to that original, including the musical score that John Carpenter, great themes. John Carpenter did originally. Uh, it's, it's been updated a bit, but it's still there. And so um, I, I recommend Halloween. Uh, I went in with very kind of low expectations. I wanted to see it, but didn't have a lot of, uh, lot of expectations right. for it that were other than average. So it exceeded those. Well, I, I didn't see any of the sequels. I saw the original 40 years ago. It scared me to death. Yeah. I was a teenager and uh, I'm not anymore. Uh, but I'm curious to see it, I think. Yeah. I don't know who I'm going to go with. My wife won't go to that one. Yeah, I, I'd recommend it. it it's fun. It, it's a good, uh, I wouldn't go see it at night. Uh, you know, I can't handle scary no, movies at night anymore. At night. I used to watch scary movies. Maybe you're so right. Like, I saw the first one at night. Yeah. I could watch it. Like I so said, I watched this Sunday afternoon. I was okay then. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do recommend, uh, recommend checking that out. Uh, after the break, we're going to take a break. After the break, we're going to come back and we're going to go to take five and look at the dating game. And, uh, and, and the dating game meets the match, match game. Uh, we've got a couple of folks that they did hang around back there in the studio audience. Well, I thought um, they were waking up. I thought I saw something. No, nobody, some no they didn't wake up, but we're hoping they can get involved in this game as well. But no, this is going to be between, uh, the game's going to be between Tim Foster and Greg Tillman. We'll see who, who gets the uh, most correct answers right after this break on C19 TV's Meeting the Movies. Boys and girls of every age, wouldn't you like to see something strange? Come with us and you will see, this our town of Halloween. This is Halloween, this is Halloween, pumpkins scream in the dead of night. This is Halloween, everybody make a scene, trick or treat. Tell the neighbors on your diaphragm, it's our town, everybody's Welcome back to Meet Me in the Movies. You can always email us. I'm Nolte Man the Second, but you can email us at, what's that, what's that email address? Info at c19.tv. Yep. Look at me. Yep. I got it. I'm Info at c19.tv. That's Greg Tillman over there beside uh, camera one. That's our intern over there. Now we do, uh, we do have uh, our intern running around. Uh, he's getting ready for Zaxby's and uh, we're very happy. Uh, you know, that's, show. That's Slim, Slim Short, he is a, he's an intern as well. We appreciate him. And then we've got our studio audience. They're still as excited as ever to be here and be a part of the show. Well, um, just like the ones at home. Exactly, just like the ones at home. Uh, Tim Foster back there on the Tim Cam, getting ready to get him involved uh, in this little game show we're gonna be doing. This is kind of the uh, dating game, this is Take Five. It's a different take on Take Five. Uh, and this is a, a dating game a version um, of uh, horror characters that you may not want to invite on a date. Okay, that's, that's the setup for this. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna read you. Are there any that you would? 
well, I don't know, uh, Hannibal Lecter, I'd love to have him over for lunch sometime. Well, and you I'm know? sure the reverse is true. Yeah, but <laughs> 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 oh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. So I will read you a description. This is on their dating profile. I went to uh, one of the uh, dating profiles for, uh, for, for, for bad, uh, bad horror characters. And uh, Michael Myers does not show up, so he is not an option. Right. He is not an option. So if I haven't seen many of these films, I'm at a disadvantage? You're at a disadvantage. Okay. Uh, but, but the five people we're going to talk about, uh, you've got Jason Voorhees. You've got Leatherface uh, from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Jason, of course, from Friday the 13th. Uh, Freddy Krueger from Nightmare on Elm Street. And uh, Norman Bates, as I mentioned, from Psycho. Or if I didn't mention it, I'm mentioning it now. And then Chucky from Child's Play. And so I'm going to read you their dating profile, and then you have to decide who they are. And you've got little cheat sheets there, right? You've got yeah, you sheets. brought visual aids. And I brought visual aids, so you hold so, up who yeah. you think it is. Uh, you ready, Tim? You ready for yours? You got your stuff. All right, well, here we go. Here's the first one. All right, um, this is the dating profile. Wait a minute, wait, 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 time out. What do we win? What do you win? You win a, you win, uh, a, a Zaxby's a chicken basket, and you get an autographed... CD from from uh, from Deeper, yeah, from Deeper. Yeah, right. <laughs> Our studio audience loves that. All right, here's uh, here's the first dating profile. He loves the environment. He's got a sharp wit, and he's a laugh a minute. He's action oriented, and as a motivational speaker, you may find it tough to fall asleep in his presence. So who would that be? Who would that be? Who do you say? Uh, what do you say, Mr. Tillman? Who do you think it is? I'm going to go with Freddy from Nightmare on Elm Street. Freddy from Nightmare on Elm Street. What do you think? Uh, what do you think? Uh, you think it's Freddy, and you are correct. That is Freddy Krueger's dating profile. Do we need this one again? You don't need that again. Do you need the card? I, I don't need that anymore. Dude, I'm going to do what you do. I'm just, just going to chunk it at the, the chunk it at the camera. Oh, now look at that. And, and Tim's going to chunk his too. He's going to chunk his as well. All right, good deal. All right, that was uh, you were correct. Freddy Krueger. Uh, he does love the environment because of Elm Street. This is entertainment. This is entertainment. Yeah. He's got a sharp wit because of his claws. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's Freddy. All right, here's the uh, next one. All right, uh, dating profile for our horror character. You know, he's the outdoorsy type. He's athletic, and he loves to work with power tools. He loves to work with power tools. Which of our horror characters would that be? Tim what? Allen? Tim no, Allen. No, no, no. Uh, you think Leatherface. Leatherface? All right, you think it's Leatherface. Which I have not seen Texas. All right, Texas. What, do you, what do you think, uh, Tim? Who do you think it is? You think it's Leatherface. You were both correct. Good job. Good job. Wow, you're two for two. Two for two. All right. Wow. This is awesome. This is awesome. This is good stuff. Good stuff. All right. Here's, uh, here's minute, our next this one. This is going to be a regular feature from now. No, on. it won't be. Thank goodness. It won't be. No, we're not going to. We're not going to get you guys involved. I don't want to think any more than I have. All to. right. Our third one. Uh, you know, this. Uh, he, he's more than just a mama's boy. This one's also a business owner, and he promises to shower you with surprises. He promises to shower you with surprises. Doesn't have anything more? to do with like Russian. Hotel rooms and shot. Never mind. He's I want to go with He's Norman Bates. Norman Bates. What do you say? Uh, what do you say, Mr. Foster? You think it's Norman Bates, and you're correct. He is more than just a mama's boy, and he loves to shower people with surprises. All right. Thank you, sir. Wow, you guys are three for three. All right, we got two more. Two more. So you got at least a 50-50 shot on this one. And for the studio audience playing along, thank you as well. Thank you as well. Uh, and 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 also for those that are at home playing. We appreciate it. So uh, I hope you're keeping track because we're not. All right. Uh, don't let his childlike appearance fool you. This one is a real go-getter. He loves to laugh and he also loves to dress casual. So uh, who would that be? 
Who would that be? I'm gonna go with. Uh, You're going with Jason. Yeah, yeah. All right. What do you What do you say? Uh, what do you say? You say Chucky. Tim is correct. Uh, well, Tim is correct. It is Chucky. It is Chucky. I could, I could say I threw that, but I'm not. Yeah, that. yeah. All right. We've got one left, and so of course, you if you've been keeping score, you know the answer to this. The answer is Chucky, right? He's yeah, the strong. He's the strong, silent type, and he loves to play hockey. That would be, of course. Who would that be, Mr. Wayne Foster? Gretzky. That would be Mr. Jason Voorhees. No, not Norman Bates. It's Jason. Jason Voorhees. Wayne yes, Gretzky. bring it. Here you go. Here you go. Ah, horrible pitch. That was a ball. So there you go. That's take five for this week. Uh, those are horror characters not to invite on a date. All right, let's. That was fun. It was fun. Yeah. You enjoyed that? Yeah, wow. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was as much fun as you can have here with the budget we have. Jason Bloom. Jason Bloom, please, please uh, help us out. Meet me at the movies, the movie. That's or the it. Motion picture. I like it. The motion I like picture. it. I like it. Well, let's uh, let's talk award circuit. So we're going to talk about some movies that you may be seeing on the award circuit in the not too distant future. Uh, this is an animated film from Brazil that I got a chance to check out. Really, really love the visuals. Uh, last year we talked about the movie called Loving Vincent. They yeah. ended up getting an Oscar nomination. Didn't win, but you know each frame was hand painted. This is kind of taking a, a, a page out of that, doing some of the same kind of things. It's did called, you see that, by the way? What, Loving Vincent? Yeah, I did. I'd love to see that. Yeah, it, it, visually it was well worth checking yeah. out. The, yeah. the story was good, but um, it's just, it, but it was worth watching just for the visuals. The same way with this movie from Brazil, Brazil called Tito and the Birds. And no, it's not Michael Jackson's brother uh, hanging out with Morris Day. That's not what this is. It sounds like a band. It does sound yeah. like a band. Um, but this is a, a, a kind of a post-apocalyptic film that follows this um, this disease that's starting to kill people. It's an animated film. You're like, wait a minute, what? This disease that's starting to kill people, and uh, you've got these leaders that are trying to uh, fool the everyday citizens into thinking something's happening that's not happening. Right. So it's your typical post-apocalyptic kind of film. That's really kind of what the storyline is. There's a there's a, 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 a kid who leads this kind of young rebellion that helps to find the answers. But visually, this movie is absolutely amazing. It's done, created using oil paintings, digital drawings, and graphic animation to create something that fluidly is just um, a, a joy to watch. And so highly recommend that. I, I will say that come um, Oscar season and award season in the next couple months, we're going to see uh, buzz about this film, and I think it probably will be nominated for an Oscar. I'm going to nominate it for Best Animated Film just because of the visuals, uh, if nothing else. But that's Tito and the Birds. Was it drawn or was it rotoscoped? Uh, it was. Film it, they animated. used a lot of different things. So it, there were some hand-drawn elements. Yeah. There were some oil-painted elements, and then they, they used digital graphics. So it was a combination of all of those things. Yeah. We have another audience member that just popped up. Oh, where? My what? Mom. My your mom's mom? In the control room. Is your mom here? Yeah, she's where? in the with Tim. Where? Yeah. Where's your mom? I don't see her. I think you're telling me it's just not. Where she's not is. there. Mm. She's not. The, well, she you I think she's either there and doesn't want to be seen. She is there. It's that whole witness protection It's witness thing. protection. Yeah, yeah that, that was a horrible movie by Larry the Cable Guy. Wasn't it? <laughs> Wasn't that a horrible film? I don't go to Larry the Cable That's Guy well, movies. I don't you do? I don't either. I, but I but I heard from my daughter it was a horrible film. No, she she never saw it either. Really? She I, never, I, my, I, my son saw it because he, he thought it was uh, it was about, you know, a cable company coming to his house. Um but it wasn't. Who wants to see that? I don't know. But Thomas <laughs> In did. real life either. Yeah. Uh, home delivery. Let's go to home delivery real quick. This is another movie that will be making some award circuit kind of stuff for home delivery. Uh, it's a film called Leave No Trace. It's a father and daughter story. 
and it is absolutely amazing acting. Um, the acting is uh, Ben Foster and then Thomasin McKenzie. Thomas with an I-N. Thomasin McKenzie uh, star in this film as a father and daughter who uh, live on their own in this um, national park and they're, you know, they're, they're trying to survive out there. They, they're off the radar. They've got everything they need and then of course they're discovered. Once they're discovered, they're taken away, all their stuff is destroyed and then they have to learn how to live in a civilized society. And what you discover with the daughter is, is from, a, from an educational standpoint, she is far, as far exceeded where most people are at this age. And that's something you discover early on. But the movie's called Leave No Trace. Um, the, uh, ben Foster's character is someone who's got some post-traumatic stress that he's dealing with. And so the acting from him and the daughter are both stellar. And so I'm recommending this just from the acting standpoint, uh, if nothing else. It is a drama. It's a heavy drama with a lot of questions. Uh, and, and covers a lot of topics about, uh, about family, about what, what it is to be family. Uh, and, and also, when you're taken out of an environment that you love and that you're comfortable in, does that matter and how does that change who you become? And so a very much a message film. And it's one of these that was released limited uh, back in the summer and is now available um, on, uh, on DVD. And I, I recently got a push for it. And, I'm trying to get an interview um, as well with Ben Foster, and if we do, hopefully we can we can share some of yeah. that here. But he's he's a phenomenal actor if you haven't seen it. But that's called Leave No Trace. So they went off the grid, cabin in the woods. Jason Voorhees show up? Yeah, Jason that showed up. Uh, be a nice also, twist. You, you had Leatherface bringing yeah. his chainsaw to help cut down some of those trees that are protected. So a lot of that stuff. They're happened. doing an extension of the house. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Trying to add on. Redoing the trying kitchen. Trying to add on. Log, great log yeah. cabin. Um, so any final thoughts or comments you want to share? We're out of time. We're out of time. All right, uh, <laughs> Tim, we appreciate you as always. We also appreciate uh, our camera guy, uh, Slim Short. Slim, thank you very much. Appreciate you being here. And to our studio audience. Man, a few words, uh, by the way. Tweedledum, Tweedledee, you guys uh, have continued to, to provide uh, exactly what we needed to get through this show. So thank you. Thank you so much. And for those of you, of you at home that have decided to stick around and watch till the end, thank you as well. Thank you as well. A movie brave quote, people. They're brave what? people. Brave people. Yeah. Well, it is Halloween uh, around that yeah. time. Yeah. Movie quote we're going to leave you with. This comes from the uh, Hunchback of Notre Dame from the 1996 version. This is Laverne, and she says, you know what? Life's not a spectator sport. I agree completely. So until next time, I'm Noel T. Manning II for Tim Foster, for D-Bird, for all of our crazy folks here, and for Greg Tillman. Uh, we appreciate you being with us, and for this week, that is a wrap. Today's show was filmed before a live studio audience. Do you?